Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Teacher's Mistake by Jekyll1439 Note All characters in this story are 18 and above. Jocelyn Redding was in her second full year teaching at the high school level. At only 24 she had done well to get a full-time teaching position almost right of university. It was Jocelyn's dream job and for the most part she loved every minute of it. All the grading and preparation could be very tedious but she really didn't mind it too much. She really loved working with the kids. The students generally seemed to like her. She was a strict teacher when it came to the rules. But she always tried to be fair and would often go out of her way to help her students. Jocelyn even did her best to help out with extracurricular activities and helped out with coaching both the girls' and boys' senior basketball teams. Mondays were never fun and with the way her previous week had gone Jocelyn was hoping for a turn of fortune, maybe even some good luck. With the school year in full swing her workload had increased causing her personal life to slow down. Even working in the same school alongside her fiancé Scott Miller didn't give them much time recently. After a nice dinner out on Friday night Jocelyn spent the rest of her weekend catching up on marking and getting some prep done. When Jocelyn walked into the school, she slowly shook her head with a quiet sigh realizing that her week was starting out on the same note as the previous. Walking not too far behind her were two grade 9 students, Mike Evans and Tim Baker. Mike was commenting to his friend about how hot her ass looked in the black knee-length pencil skirt. As she was about to turn and point out to the two young men that staring and commenting about a female was not the proper way to behave, Jocelyn was flagged down by one of her favorite students, a senior girl who played on the school's soccer team. Hey, Miss Redding, can I talk to you quickly? Emily smiled at her teacher as she approached her. Of course, Em, what can I do for you? Jocelyn caught the eye of the student that had been walking behind her and gave him the sternest look she could. It's the pairs you gave us for that history assignment? Emily didn't miss the look Miss Redding aimed at the two juniors walking past. Yes, I knew you wouldn't be happy about that. Jocelyn gave an apologetic shrug. But I need Chris to do well on this assignment, and you're the best student I have. But he's a creeper, eh? Emily caught herself as Jocelyn gave her a stern look. I know you don't like Chris and that the two of you really don't get along that well, but I know you can do this and I have complete faith that the project will get done. Jocelyn knew that Emily detested Chris. She was a good student and a very popular girl at school. Chris was a troublemaker who hung out with the worst kids in school. I'll do my best, Miss Redding. Emily really liked her teacher and over the course of last year, and this year she was almost seeing her as an older sister. Thanks, Emily, I owe you. Jocelyn knew she could count on Emily, and that gave her hope that Chris would finally pass an assignment and save her some grief from his parents. Realizing he had been caught talking about his teacher, Tim looked at his friend with a sheepish look on his face. He hadn't been able to help himself from looking at the hottest teacher in school. He and his friends had talked many times at length about Miss Redding. Miss Redding had become a huge part of Tim's fantasies. He regularly spent his nights masturbating over several secret pics he had snagged of Miss Redding. The first one, Miss Redding had her back to him as she was working at the chalkboard. The gray slack she was wearing highlighted the sweetest backside Tim had ever seen. The second photo he liked most of Miss Redding had her sitting at her desk. Her makeup was light and only worked to accentuate her beautiful face, and in the photo she was pushing her reddish-brown hair behind her ear as she was marking some work. The third photo he enjoyed was of Miss Redding coaching the girls' basketball team during an exhibition game. The top she wore was molded to her large breasts, and Tim wondered if she had a garter belt under her skirt, holding up her nylons. Fuck man, I don't care how much shit she gives us. Mike looked at Tim trying to sound tough as he could, 
Then he looked back over his shoulder at Miss Redding talking to Emily. Can you imagine how fucking hot it would be to see Miss Redding and Emily Campbell in a 69 on her desk? Looking back over his shoulder, Tim couldn't deny how hot that scenario would be. While Miss Redding was his fantasy, Mike constantly went on about Emily. He could understand why his friend was in love with the senior girl. On top of being the student body president, Emily was incredibly popular, she played soccer, basketball and had until recently been a long-time member of the cheer squad. Fuck man, she's such a tease. Mike grumbled to his friend as he continued to look at Emily. Dressed in a pair of white shorts and a tight t-shirt, Tim admitted that the clothes accented her breasts and ass, but he with a chuckle at his friend, highly doubted that Emily dressed in the morning with the sole intent of teasing Mike. Jocelyn's first period was a free work time and she spent it marking her some tests from her senior English class. A deep sigh and an almost sense of foreboding filled her as she wrote the large F on Chris Sampson's test. Jocelyn knew that the biggest pain she had was Chris. He did anything he could to disrupt her classes and took every chance he had to argue with her. It was infuriating to the young teacher. The last time she had talked to his parents about his behavior in her class, they had blamed her for his acting up and bad grades. They loved to point out that he always did good in his other classes, stating that she just wasn't a good enough teacher and that she had some personal issues with Chris and that was why she tended to pick on him. Hearing a quick knock on her office door, Jocelyn looked up to see the smiling face of Vice Principal Connors. Closing her book Jocelyn did her best to smile and waved her boss into the office. How's it going today Jocelyn? Nathan took the seat in front of Jocelyn's desk. So far so good. How bad could it be when I have a free period? Jocelyn tried to keep things friendly. Connors and she had never been able to see eye to eye since she had rebuffed his drunken advance at a colleague's party in her first year of teaching. What is it I can do for you today? Well I had call from Mr. and Mrs. Sampson first thing this morning. I guess Chris felt he didn't do so well on your test the other day and they just want to make sure he will be getting a fair grade. Nathan also tried to keep a friendly smile. He didn't like Jocelyn or her teaching techniques. But deep down he knew that what her refusing his advance had led to him being the butt of several jokes among the staff. I'm just marking it now, but it doesn't look like he did very well. Jocelyn refused to let Connors know that she had already failed Chris. It was an argument that she didn't want to have at the moment. Well hopefully it turns around. Arguing with a couple of angry parents is not what I would call a good time. Nathan had spent the better part of twenty minutes listening to the parents complain about Miss Redding. I understand, talking with those two is never a pleasant time. Well, I did what I could in your defense, Jocelyn. This situation is a bit of a pain, and no doubt they will be keeping a close eye on his work in your class. In truth, he had thrown Jocelyn under the bus and had done his best to agree with Chris's parents. Even though he knew that Jocelyn was doing everything she could with Chris, Nathan just couldn't turn down a chance to get her in trouble. I appreciate you taking my side, Nathan. Jocelyn knew that he was full of it. She did give a heartfelt smile when he got up and dismissed himself from her company. Jocelyn managed to get away over her noon hour and have a mini lunch date with her boyfriend Scott. The two had gone to a little cafe a few blocks away from the school. I know this stuff with Chris is getting to you. We all have that student and their parents that just great on us. Scott reached across the table and took Jocelyn's hand. It's not just that Scott. He always seems to know how to play me and somehow turn things around. Jocelyn was frustrated at how often Chris seemed to one-up her. He's a very manipulative kid. Scott gave Jocelyn's hand a soft squeeze. I taught him for a few classes and he's a lot more intelligent than a lot of the staff give him credit for. Yeah, I don't know why they don't see he's just an arrogant little bastard. Jocelyn spat, angry that this kid could be such a pain. Like I said, Jock, there's always going to be those kids who just know how to play us and get on our nerves. You just have to figure out a way to deal with it. Shrugging Scott took a sip of his coffee. 
Yeah, but how many of you have a vice principal with a grudge against you on top of it all? Jocelyn squeezed Scott's hand the moment he took hers. He doesn't have a grudge against you, though I will admit he's neither the nicest man nor the smartest. Scott chuckled as he tried to get Jocelyn to laugh. Plus he could stand to lose forty or fifty pounds. Jocelyn scoffed as she put her boss down. There's a mean streak I don't see very often. Scott laughed, not disagreeing with Jocelyn's assessment of Nathan. The man was very heavy set and could stand to hit the gym. He's just such a disgusting human being, inside and out. Jocelyn took a deep breath to try and calm the anger that was welling up. Look, let's talk about something other than work. Her afternoon class had gone much as she had expected it to. Chris gave her the usual back talk she was getting used to from him. Accusing her of picking on him and failing him on purpose, Chris had pushed and pushed until Jocelyn had been left with no alternative but to place him in detention after school. By the time Chris had shown up for his detention, Jocelyn had already a long conversation with the vice principal about the detention, which had put Jocelyn's mood into an even worse state. Hopefully this is the only time I see you in detention this week, Chris. Jocelyn sighed trying to gain some composure as she took a seat at her desk. Whatever fuck, like I give a shit. Chris looked at his watch knowing he was going to be late for work and that would lead to yet another unpleasant conversation with his manager. Don't swear you know I don't like it. Jocelyn glared at Chris, but as usual his eye line wasn't meeting hers, causing her temper to reach a boiling point. I give a shit. It's not even school hours so I really don't give a fuck what you like. Chris knew he was going to have begged to keep his job at this point, which was putting him in an equally bad mood and he fully blamed Jocelyn for being in detention. He had no respect for Miss Redding and he even borderline hated the young teacher for her strict rules. The only thing he liked about his teacher was the gorgeous body she hid beneath her clothes and Chris had lamented on many occasions to his friends, how much he wanted to take her down a peg or two, preferably by boning her on her own desk. The hour-long detention seemed like a full year to Jocelyn. With Chris in a bad mood he pushed and pushed with every passing minute. It was becoming a battle just to keep her temper under control. Never had she ever felt this angry with anyone. Feeling powerless to do anything with Chris and seeing no end in sight to his behavior was pushing her past her limits. Enough! Jocelyn finally screamed at Chris. You sound a little upset, teach. Chris laughed as he could swear he saw moisture building in Jocelyn's eyes. I've had enough, Chris. Detention is over for the day. Jocelyn could feel her whole body shaking, closing her eyes to brace herself as she was on the verge of snapping. Standing up from his desk and walking towards his teacher with a smug and arrogant look on his face, Chris was loving the feeling of power he was getting from pushing Jocelyn this far. Thanks for such an amazing time, you fucking whore! Whack! Jocelyn sprang up from her seat, her hand moving like lightning to connect across Chris's cheek. It happened before Jocelyn realized it was happening. Her temper had gotten the better of her, and as the anger disappeared in an instant, she was looking at Chris who was now rubbing his already reddening cheek. Oh my god, I'm so sorry Chris. Jocelyn's hands flew to cover her mouth. She immediately knew how serious this situation was. Wow. I didn't think you had it in you. Chris didn't hide the arrogant smirk that was forming on his face. I'm so sorry Chris, I don't know what happened. Jocelyn's body was now shaking out of fear and deep regret for what she had done. Oh it's okay Miss Redding. I'm sure several people would love to hear about this. Chris's face had a solid handprint going across it. Chris, please, I'm so sorry. Jocelyn could feel how shaky her legs were becoming. Her entire career and future as a teacher was now in jeopardy, hanging in the hands of the person who hated her most. You're sorry? Chris could easily see how scared his teacher was as the moisture in her eyes had grown. You just slapped me. I know, Chris. I have no idea what happened. 
Jocelyn licked her lips nervously not knowing how she could ever correct what had just happened. I'm so, so sorry, Chris. I don't know if you are really sorry, Miss Redding. Everyone knows how much you hate me. Chris was thinking quickly as he knew, for the first time, he had all the power over his beautiful teacher. No, that's not true, Chris. I do not hate you. Jocelyn knew how pleading her voice sounded, but with the knots in her stomach tightening, she couldn't even begin to hide the fear inside her. We have our disagreements, but... Disagreements? You constantly pick me out in front of the class. Chris was doing his best to take advantage of how shaky and off-balance his teacher was. Give me detention all the time. Fail me on assignments you know I passed. No. No, that's not true. Jocelyn tried to steady herself as best as she could, knew full well what Chris said was completely untrue. I don't fail you on purpose. You don't do the work. Jocelyn couldn't help that her own counter-arguments were coming across as little more than pleas. Then why don't I have problems in other classes? Chris chuckled to himself, realizing how good it worked out for him that his grades were all relatively good in all his other subjects. Shaking her head trying to come up with a response, Jocelyn knew that Nathan would jump all over such an opportunity as this to get her in the deepest amount of shit he could dump on her. And now to top it all off you have kept me behind again in detention. Watching as the tears began to slowly slip from her eyes, Chris could see how off-balance the normally confident teacher was. You earned detention today. Shaken from the slap, Jocelyn hated how she couldn't articulate her arguments for putting him in detention. Mostly she was scared at how much she was fidgeting and now crying. Maybe I did deserve it, Jocelyn. Chris used her first name, trying to shift more power to his side of the discussion. But all that matters, Jocelyn, is that you slapped me across the face. I'm sorry I put you in detention. I just wanted to show you that you couldn't act like that in class. Jocelyn knew she should correct him for calling her Jocelyn but felt with everything else going on, she needed to placate him and not anger her student. I never meant to slap you, Chris. I'm so sorry. Well, I wonder if Principal Smith and Vice Principal Connors will believe how sorry you are? Chris felt his cock twitch as he watched Jocelyn shake her head slowly no. My parents are going to have a field day with this. Not only will they want your job, but I have no doubt that they will want assault charges laid against you. Chris, please! Jocelyn knew how desperate her situation was and it was quickly getting more desperate as she realized how much control and intelligence her student really had. I'm so sorry. I would never strike a student I just lost control and slapped your student across the face. Really highlighting the slap as he spoke, Chris watched as the tears slipped faster and faster from her eyes. You're a fucking liar. You just hit one of your students. Chris, please. Shut the fuck up, Jocelyn. Chris knew he had full control of the situation when Jocelyn immediately recoiled and quieted from his verbal attack. You fucked up and you need to make up for it. What? What do you mean? Jocelyn felt her chin quivering as she fought to regain control of herself and hopefully, the situation. Well, for starters, you're going to change my grade from an F to an A. Chris reached into his pocket looking for his phone. I, I can't do that, Chris. Jocelyn knew that forging grades was a serious offense and one that would only make things much much worse. Look, Jocelyn, it doesn't matter what you can't do, just what you're going to do. Chris opened his phone looking for his recording program as he turned what at first seemed like a request into an order. Or do I need to call my father and get the police involved? As Chris laid out his threat, he lifted his phone for emphasis. Okay, Chris. Jocelyn shivered where she stood as she watched Chris now playing with his phone. Clearly he was looking for his dad's number. If I change your, your grade, this all stays between us? With her hands shaking, Jocelyn wiped the tears from her eye. What stays between us? Chris's tone was still sharp as he played dumb, 
holding his phone in such a way that made it seem less threatening to his teacher. That, that I slapped you. Jocelyn's voice shook as she was hopeful that she could avoid the situation getting worse. If you change my grade and continue to give me passable grades for the rest of the semester, Chris wondered how far he could actually push his once confident teacher. I might be convinced to stay quiet. Initially caught off guard by what he wanted, Jocelyn knew how serious the situation was. Taking a moment to think things over, she knew that it would be far easier to just give him passable grades, rather than try and deal with the authorities. Okay, I'll change your marks for the rest of the semester. Such a hypocrite, changing grades to get out of trouble. Chris knew that he had Jocelyn, especially with a recording of her admitting, to change his grades. Unable to make eye contact with Chris anymore, Jocelyn looked at her feet, feeling lower than she ever thought possible. Are, are we good then? Hoping to be out of this nightmarish situation, Jocelyn wanted Chris's word that he wouldn't say anything. Almost. Chris suddenly began to approach Jocelyn, fully confident that the slap and now his recording were enough to have Jocelyn submit. Maybe we need to seal our little deal. With the way Chris was looking at her, Jocelyn could easily guess what he was hinting at. But as he reached out and began to play with the collar of her blouse, Jocelyn found herself frozen in place and unable to take a step back. I think you should seal this deal by giving me a quick little blow job. Chris hoped he wasn't moving too fast or pushing his luck, but the way Jocelyn nervously chewed on her lips and the way she was playing with her hair for brief moments seemed to fit the description of a submissive personality. As Chris's words began to filter in her mind, Jocelyn looked down as his fingers worked quickly to undo the top button on her blouse. A little BJ is only fair, Jocelyn. Chris's voice teased as his fingers settled on the second button. I mean, it's nothing when you think about wanting to keep your job and making sure that no one knows you hit students, right? Jocelyn's better judgment begged her to slap Chris's hand away and leave the classroom, but her mind was clouded and couldn't help thinking about losing her job for assaulting a student. She could see the disappointment in her family and friends' faces as she sat facing a judge for her crime. Well, Miss Red. Chris quickly turned as he heard the door began to open. As the door was pushed open, Chris quickly moved away from his clearly distraught teacher, cursing the fact they were being interrupted. Chris worried that this may all backfire on him. Watching the janitor's cart being pushed into the room gave Jocelyn a heartbeat to wipe her eyes and turning her back to the doorway, Jocelyn quickly did up the top two buttons on her blouse. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Redding. I didn't realize anyone was here. Bill looked surprised to see both Jocelyn and a student. It's okay, Bill. We were just leaving. Jocelyn turned to look at Bill hoping she didn't look as bad as she felt. Is everything okay, Miss Redding? As Bill looked closely, he could see that Jocelyn had clearly been crying recently, and the student seemed to be agitated. What? Um, yes. Jocelyn quickly tried to cover for her appearance, and clearing her throat pointed at the filing cabinet. I had my grade book on top and somehow it got knocked behind the cabinet. Chris was nice enough to help my get it, but when we put it back I got my fingers caught in one of the drawers. Surprised that Jocelyn was lying to cover up for what was going on, Chris quickly added a few points to try and make it sound believable. Ouch, Bill still thought something seemed funny. Sure your fingers are okay? Yeah, they sting a little but I'm okay. Jocelyn flashed her best smile. Be out of your way in just a second. As quickly as she could without raising any more suspicion, Jocelyn thanked Chris and let him know he could leave. Packing up her things Jocelyn made a speedy exit, very thankful for the interruption that allowed her to escape the situation with Chris. Walking through the hallways Jocelyn's mind was a whirlwind as she tried to make her way towards her car and analyze what had just happened. She couldn't believe that she had lost her temper that badly and had struck Chris. But what was really bothering her by the time she made the safety of her car was how easily Chris had taken control away from her. 
The fear of the slap being known seemed to pale in her jumbled and emotional thoughts, compared to the fear that she had been very close to the real possibility of getting on her knees for her student. Telling herself over and over again that it wouldn't have gone that far, Jocelyn couldn't get the nagging feeling out of the pit of her stomach that she had only been moments away from succumbing. Teacher's New Job Chapter 2 The coffee seemed to touch the right nerve this morning and Jocelyn closed her eyes for a moment to just savor that taste. Almost instantly images of what had happened during detention flew back into her mind, not that they had ever gone very far since the incident. Fuck. Jocelyn quietly cursed herself at what loosing her temper had done and worse, what it had almost led her into doing. Normally a very confident and strong-willed person, Jocelyn just couldn't shake that feeling, that helpless feeling that Chris had brought out in her. Never in her young life had she encountered such a situation where she had zero power and zero ability to refuse. Those thoughts and feelings had ensured her sleep was restless, and her dreams were full of scenarios that she feared could have happened with her student. Taking another long, slow sip from her cup, Jocelyn wondered how on earth she was going to get through the day. Having called Scott the previous evening to cancel their plans, he was among the first that she was worried to run into. It would seem small to many, but Jocelyn had no idea how to face her fiancé knowing what she had done. Scott was a man of integrity and honesty, she loved that about him and when she had changed Chris's grade last night, it only made her feel worse to think about what she had agreed to do and knew that in no uncertain terms, that Scott would not understand. That meant she was going to lie to him, and that crushed her to the core, but Jocelyn felt she had no other choice. Taking another of her many steadying deep breaths, Jocelyn stepped from her car and grabbing her things began a slow, shaky walk towards the school. The sounds of her heels clicked on the pavement, and Jocelyn looked to where students were getting off the buses climbing from their own cars and nodded and greeted several students as they passed. They don't know! Jocelyn whispered to herself, feeling that all looks towards her, were filled with the knowledge of exactly what had happened the day before. Besides, if he said anything, anything at all, it would be your word against his. For the hundredth time Jocelyn tried to console herself, knowing she had to act as normal as possible, to avoid any suspicion. The hallways filled up quickly and Jocelyn did her best to navigate through the throng of students hoping to get to the sanctity of her office. There was benefits to having your office in a remote part of the school, a dead-end hallway with only a rarely used classroom and a janitor's closer, but on a day when she only wanted to disappear, Jocelyn found that her office felt miles away. Miss Redding? Stopping in her tracks, Jocelyn sighed having not noticed Vice Principal Connors coming around the corner. Yes, Mr. Connors? It seemed more professional to use his last name among all the students. Do you have a moment to talk about last night's detention with Chris? Nathan let his eyes wander up Jocelyn's stocking-clad legs, over the knee-length black skirt, and finally came to rest on her blue silk blouse, that was tightly hugging on to the soft mounds of her breasts. Immediately Jocelyn's heart stopped and leapt into her throat, for a brief moment thinking that Nathan knew what had happened. Calm down Jocelyn, he's just being his usual pig self. Scolding herself to again clam down, Jocelyn couldn't help the shudder at having this man check her out so blatantly worse than the teenagers they were surrounded by. Yes, what about it? Well, his parents called me first thing this morning. Nathan didn't miss the way Jocelyn's expression shifted for a moment at the mention of Chris's parents. And? Jocelyn hoped her voice sounded firm, instead of giving away the fact her hand was slightly trembling. Well, it seems that because of his detention last night, he was late for his after-school job again. Nathan could sense something was off, even under the confidence Jocelyn seemed to be portraying, it just wasn't her usual calm self. And because of that, he was fired. The exhale was louder than she meant it to be, but Jocelyn couldn't help herself at being relieved that it wasn't about the slap. Unfortunately, Nathan, the detention was his fault. I can't help that.
Something was off and Nathan just couldn't put his finger on it, but shrugging like her reply hardly mattered, Nathan let his eyes wander for a moment. They disagree and the four of us are having a meeting this evening after school. What? They want to have a meeting? There was enough stress being prepared for a meeting with Chris's parents. This meeting could of course not come at a worse time than when she was stressing about slapping their son. Yes, they believe you're picking on their son and they haven't felt that just calling in was enough. Normally having such parents would annoy Nathan to no end, but it always added a level of satisfaction to see Jocelyn squirm. You know damn well I'm not picking on their son. The agitation was hard to miss, but Jocelyn couldn't believe that Chris's parents would ever believe that she would intentionally pick on anyone, especially a student. Look, as much as I want to sit through Chris's parents' tirade, it's Scott's mother's birthday, so I can't make it this evening. Well, birthday plans or not, I wouldn't suggest missing this meeting. Nathan's plans didn't consist of much normally, other than frozen dinners, porn and some alcohol. So some extra time with the beautiful Miss Redding, especially where she was being put in her place, was an evening to look forward to. Trying her best to control the roller coaster of her emotions, Jocelyn sighed again and avoided Nathan's eyeline. No problem, I'll reschedule and be there for the meeting. With a short goodbye to her vice principal, Jocelyn gave her head a slight shake and started off for her office. Wondering how the day was possibly going to get worse, she pulled out her phone and began to text Scott. I'm sorry Scott, I'll have to be late to dinner tonight. Nathan set up a meeting with Chris's parents, and I can't get out of it. I'll come see you for lunch? Hitting send, Jocelyn rounded the corner and began to walk down the hallway to her office. Lost in her phone, Jocelyn jumped when she looked up and saw Chris standing at the doorway to her office. Fuck. The unexpectedness of her student being there caught her off guard and it was several long heartbeats before Jocelyn could regain her composure. Well hey Jocelyn. Knowing that this hallway was already clearing out of the few students that stumbled down here, Chris kept his voice low so only his teacher could hear him. It's Miss Redding. Jocelyn tried to remain calm, reminding herself that she had to push through her fear of Chris and be commanding and confident, like she normally was. What would you like Chris? Stepping aside so his teacher could unlock her office door. Chris's eyes became glued to Jocelyn's ass in the tight skirt. Well, you ran out so fast yesterday, we didn't get a chance to finalize our deal. It had been all Chris could think about, and it was the reason he couldn't wait any longer to see her. A shiver ran up Jocelyn's spine and she froze for a moment, before walking into her office and placing her things down. Trying to appear strong, Jocelyn took a deep, steadying breath and met Chris's eyes for the first time. The deal is done, I, I changed your grade on yesterday's paper and that is where it ends. No. Shrugging like it hardly mattered, Chris's answer was flat and left no room for debate in his eyes. X. Excuse me? Jocelyn cursed herself for stuttering for a moment, feeling that Chris was still trying to maintain that moment of control he had the evening before. No. Chris smirked and turned, closing the door behind himself, before facing his teacher, whose face was turning a shade of red. L- leave the door open, Chris. That feeling of confidence she was trying to exude was faltering quickly as the feelings of fear and anxiety began to flood back fully from the night before. No. Chris had thought nonstop about his near miss with Miss Redding and he was fairly sure that had the janitor not shown up, he would have had her and that realization was having a profound effect on his newfound confidence. Trying to glare at Chris and regain that aura of control, Jocelyn stood to her full height, that even with heels on, left her shorter than her student. Listen and listen good, Chris. Yesterday was a mistake and not only have I apologized for it, but I altered that paper's grade. Now as to what else you wanted, that's never going to happen. Yes it is and it's going to happen right now. Chris took several steps towards Miss Redding, while taking his phone out of his jeans pocket. Though trying to stand firm, 
Jocelyn took a step back away from Chris and gritted her teeth. No, it's not. And as much as I feel guilty for what happened, it is my word against yours, Chris, and if you put your hands on me. That, that I slapped you. Okay, I'll change your marks for the rest of the semester. Instantly Jocelyn's hands covered her mouth as she heard her voice come out from Chris's phone, her confidence falling fast with each word she heard herself speak. So it's not really your word against mine, is it? Chris took that last step towards Jocelyn, his hand coming to rest on the collar of her blouse. And now my hands are on you, what are you going to do about it? Chris, please. Like a replay of the day before, Jocelyn looked down as the top button of her blouse was undone. You're going to do nothing, Jocelyn, not a fucking thing. Fully aware of what had happened the day before, Chris wasn't wasting any time as he undid the second and third button on his teacher's blouse. Because you know exactly what happens if I play that clip for anyone else, don't you, Jocelyn? Jocelyn stood frozen in place as the fourth button was undone, giving her student an eyeful of cleavage and her white brow. Yes. Reaching into the nearly fully open blouse, Chris's cock nearly exploded as he cupped Miss Redding's breasts, weighing them and gently squeezing them. Then we should hurry, unless you want someone to catch us, again. Biting her lower lip and trembling from her student's clumsy touch, Jocelyn tried to fathom how she had come to this, how had she let her student put her into such a position and take control so easily away from her. Questioning herself as to why she wasn't slapping Chris's hands away, it seemed to Jocelyn that the question she had asked herself over and over again since detention had happened, was being answered. Had they not been interrupted by Bill in such a crucial moment, would she have submitted, would she have given in to her student? All night she refused to believe that she would have given in, but as her knees began to bend and Jocelyn felt herself sinking to the floor, the truth of her submission was like a punch to the stomach. Always the outcast, Chris was used to rejection, he was accustomed to being overlooked and even looked down on by his female classmates. But with a smile crossing his face, he was now looking down on a beautiful woman, one who had been making his life hell. Having read hundreds of erotic stories and watched countless hours of porn, he was excited to test out all that made him horny. I'm not going to do it for you, Jocelyn. There was no need for clarification. Jocelyn knew Chris wanted her to be active in the sick game he was playing with her. Both hands shook and Jocelyn tried to envision she was somewhere else and that Chris was someone else. The school was anything but quiet, but the small office at the end of a rarely used hallway was now brutally quiet and the sound of a zipper being pulled down sounded like a trumpet going off to the young teacher. With the baggy jeans falling to the floor, a tent was poking out from the front of Chris's boxer shorts, and a not-so-quiet whimper came from Jocelyn's throat. Focused on what she was doing and with her head bowed, in an effort to not see the grinning face of her student, Jocelyn was unaware that Chris's phone was once again being used against her, and each second of her pulling his boxers to the floor was captured by the device's high-quality video. As he stepped out of his boxers, Chris took a hold of his large cock at the base and wagged it at Jocelyn, who seemed to be frozen in place. Time to seal our deal, Miss Redding. CHR. Chris, there has to. Should Jocelyn, someone might catch us. Placing his hand in the back of his teacher's head, Chris pulled her forward, finding little resistance as Jocelyn's mouth trembled and opened. Closing her eyes as the cock began to slip past her lips, there was no way to suppress the groan that escaped her throat as inch by inch brushed along her passive tongue. Ugh. Jocelyn quickly brought her hands up to Chris's thighs, trying to prevent the eager teen from pushing his cock into her throat. What's the matter, Jocelyn? Am I bigger than Scotty? Chris pulled his cock back so just the tip remained in his teacher's mouth. I bet we can get a little further this time. Shit. Quietly cursing to himself that he had forgotten to ask Jocelyn about getting Chris's last several assignments ready for the meeting that night. Nathan paused for a moment. There was no need he thought to rush down and see Jocelyn, 
after all they had hours before the meeting. Nathan's thoughts, however, went straight to thinking about Jocelyn Breasts, and the fact there was never a good excuse to not go ogle her, every chance he got. Having nearly reached his own office, Nathan turned around and began to walk back the way he had come. Jocelyn's office was nearly at the other end of the school from his and Nathan stopped several times to admonish students for being late to class. The hallway down to Jocelyn's office was deserted like normal, and as he approached, Nathan was initially surprised that her office door was closed. Typically Jocelyn was the type to have an open-door policy for students he approached it, wondering if she had gone to the staff room instead. Lifting his hand to knock Nathan paused, he could clearly hear a voice inside Jocelyn's office, a male voice. Wondering if she was counseling an upset student, both of Nathan's eyes went wide as he leaned in closer to listen. The male's voice was low through the thick wooden door, but Nathan could make out that he was giving directions on how to suck cock. What the? Looking back up the hallway and seeing no one, Nathan pressed his ears softly to the door. Hands down, that's better, nice and deep. Fuck Jocelyn, the girls in my class give better head. So many thoughts raced through Nathan's mind. Jocelyn was apparently giving a blowjob to a student. Nothing in the world could have surprised him more than that. This was not something he ever thought possible in any realm of believability. Reaching for the door handle, he knew that he had to put a stop to this, to catch Miss Redding in the act. But something in Nathan stopped his hand from turning the handle, the sound of the student ordering Jocelyn to swallow every drop, made Nathan's cock go rock hard. Endless possibilities started to filter through his mind, causing his hand to fall away from the handle. Turning away he slipped into the rarely used classroom and waited, he wanted to know who Miss Redding's mystery friend was. Holding his hand to the back of Jocelyn's head, Chris moaned contentedly while his cock softened in her mouth. That wasn't bad for a start, Jocelyn. Shaking her head and pushing back off Chris's cock, a dribble of cum slipped down Jocelyn's chin. No. This wasn't a start, this. Jocelyn had kept her eyes tightly closed to try and block out where she was. But as she began to tell Chris off that this was the end, she saw his phone still held tightly and pointing at her. No. Chris tapped his deflated cock against Jocelyn's lips before hitting the stop button on his phone. You live alone, Jocelyn? There was no doubt that her situation had just become infinitely worse and Jocelyn lowered her head to look at the floor. Yes. Though she spent that vast majority of her time at Scott's, there was still a lease at her apartment, and it proved useful for quiet nights and marking, until now. Good, then let's say we meet up after our parent-teacher meeting tonight? Arrogance filled Chris's face and his words, looking down at his teacher and knowing that he was bringing one of his favorite erotic stories to life. No. This, this can't happen, Chris. Starting to button up her blouse and trying to regain some composure, Jocelyn knew the horny teen wasn't about to let this go. Pulling on his boxers and lifting his jeans up into place, Chris's laugh filled the tiny office. Okay, Miss Redding, we don't have to meet up tonight. Not waiting for Jocelyn to fully finish fixing her clothes, Chris turned to the door full of confidence. I guess we'll just show my folks what you do with students. If it was possible, the day had seemed endless and every tick of the clock on her classroom wall just sounded like a crack of thunder to the stressed-out young teacher. Sitting at her desk, Jocelyn took a deep breath knowing that her meeting was only minutes away, a meeting she had no idea how it was going to go. Having Nathan walk into her office only moments after she had performed for Chris that morning had only heightened and added to her already growing stress levels. Seeking Chris's assignment, he had caught Jocelyn looking out of sorts, while still doing up the final buttons on her blouse. Fuck, he knows, he knows, but... Talking quietly to the empty classroom, Jocelyn again tried to convince herself that Nathan had no idea what had actually happened. He would fire me instantly. With Nathan's hatred for her, Jocelyn figured she would already have been called into the office, 
if he had indeed suspected something. Pushing Nathan from her mind, Jocelyn didn't have the same confidence. That Chris hadn't told a friend or worse, showed them the video of her sucking his dick. The thought churned her stomach, that a secret that would ultimately lead to her dismissal and arrest, was in the hands of a bratty teenager. What do I do? Jocelyn again spoke quietly out loud, placing her face in her hands. Even pushing Nathan's possible knowing out of her mind, that still left her with a terrible predicament. Chris had made it clear that when the meeting was over, she was to take him back to her apartment. I can't, but fuck, he has the audio and that fucking video. Cursing quietly, Jocelyn had felt helpless and unable to refuse giving Chris that blowjob. If he had her alone, in her apartment where they weren't likely to be disturbed, there was little doubt for Jocelyn that he would try and succeed in making her do what he wanted. The sound of approaching footsteps and voices broke Jocelyn's concentration, and she looked up from her desk, as first Mr. Sampson walked into the classroom, followed closely by Miss Sampson and then their son Chris. Sorry we're a few minutes late, Jocelyn. Walking into the classroom last, Nathan closed the door. N, no problem. Jocelyn put on the best smile she could under the circumstances and stood to shake Mr. Sampson's hand. He was short, with a very lanky build to him, his hand feeling bony and hard in Jocelyn's as she shook it. Contrary to her husband, Mrs. Sampson was a big, commanding woman. Standing several inches taller than her husband, Miss Sampson was a very heavy-set woman, whose clothing was tighter and more revealing than should be proper. Miss Redding. Feigning politeness, Chris gave what he thought was a sly wink to his teacher, before taking a chair that had been set up around Jocelyn's desk. Nathan didn't miss the wink at all as he took his own seat and he smirked inwardly, knowing full well what happened between the pair earlier. Jocelyn had been so out of sorts when he had walked in on her, clearly catching her off guard, he glimpsed her bra right before she turned quickly, to finish doing up her blouse. So, I know that Mr. and Mrs. Sampson don't have a lot of time this evening, so shall we get down to it? As much as dealing with Chris's parents was the last thing Jocelyn wanted to do, this time, she was praying the meeting would last for hours, preventing her from having to deal with Chris afterwards. Look our con. Shoo, our concern here. Mrs. Sampson cut across her husband giving him no chance to even speak as she let her eyes bore into her son's teachers. Is that you find it necessary, Miss Redding, to not only fail Chris on every assignment, but keep him in detention, causing him to lose his after-school job? I, I don't find it necessary to do those things, Miss Sampson Chris. Jocelyn froze for a minute, her eyes uncontrollably darting away from the angry mother and looking at her student. Could she still say the truth about him? Would Chris reveal her transgressions if she didn't just admit this was all her fault? Chris what? Looking between her son and Miss Redding, Beth found it odd that Chris's teacher was suddenly looking to him, almost like she was searching for an answer. C.H. Chris has been acting up in class, it's been un. Unfortunate, but we managed to work things out. Trying the approach of using a part of the truth, certainly not the whole truth, Jocelyn hoped that would satisfy both her student and his mother. Waving her arms up like she was exasperated, Miss Sampson gave her head a shake. Well, what good does that do, that he's lost his fucking job now? There was a small satisfaction for Nathan watching Jocelyn squirm in her seat, very much out of character for her usual demeanor. Though Nathan didn't know how or why, he knew exactly how the pair had worked things out. Well, it will provide some good going forward, but Miss Redding told me earlier that she feels bad that Chris lost his job, don't you Miss Redding? Ye, yes, I never meant for him to lose his job. The usual confidence she had was nowhere to be found, feeling uncertain of herself. She didn't refute Nathan, taking the blame on herself, not bothering to elaborate that the detention was after all, Chris's fault. See here. Opening his planner, Nathan removed Chris's assignment and handed it over to Mr. Sampson. Chris managed a very strong mark on this paper. 
Seeing the large A at the top of it, Mr. Sampson only had a moment before his wife tore the assignment out of his grasp. So here he gets an A and all the other times he turned in subpar work? Beth again fixed her angry and demanding stare upon Jocelyn. Knowing that the grade was purely fake, Jocelyn placed her hands in her lap, hoping that none of the three people sitting opposite her could see that she was shaking nervously. It was the best paper Chris has put forward Miss Sampson. Is that so Miss Redding? Beth had met Jocelyn only one other time, but she could see the teacher was uncomfortable, which she chalked up to how assertive she was. Chris, have you not been putting in a good effort until now? All three adults turned their attention to him, but Chris only looked to Miss Redding, seeing in her eyes that same, deer-in-headlights look she had earlier. No, I have been. Joe, Miss Redding just gave me a harder time than everyone else. See? Beth bellowed turning her attention immediately towards Nathan. He puts in the effort. She's clearly picking on him. What are you going to do about it? Holding up his hand to placate the angry mother, Nathan knew in her eyes that Chris could do no wrong. He wondered briefly how that opinion would be affected if she knew her son had gotten a blow job from his teacher that very morning. I will be taking a personal hand in the marking of Chris's work from here on out, just to make sure everything is above water. The idea that she couldn't mark her own student's work fairly infuriated Jocelyn. But that bubbling anger disappeared at the sight of Miss Sampson still holding on to Chris's paper, the large A, almost staring back at her. This is a step in the right direction, but I think an apology is owed to my son. That demanding, forceful glare was pressed solely on Jocelyn. All eyes, in fact, were back on Jocelyn, she looked from Nathan, to Mr. Sampson who had remained all but silent next to his wife, to Miss Sampson who stared her down, all as she placed her hand on Chris's shoulder. It's only fair. Nathan quickly conceded, disbelieving that Jocelyn had become so docile and seemingly, had little of the fight she normally had. Right, Jocelyn? Swallowing deeply and wondering how on earth her life had flipped upside down in so short a time. Jocelyn hardly felt like herself, and she wondered if she could get the anger and fight back inside her. I, I'm sorry, Chris. That devilish, shit-eating grin was back on Chris's face, the teacher who had caused him so much grief, the one who had sucked his cock earlier, the one who was going to take him back to her place so he could fuck her, had just been forced to apologize to him. It's okay, Miss Redding. I know things will be better from here on out. Good, everything is settled for now. Standing up, Beth reached out to shake Nathan's hand giving Jocelyn a disdainful look, before turning to her son. Let's get going, Chris. For a moment Jocelyn's heart felt something akin to joy, a feeling she didn't know if she would ever feel again, she might possibly get away without having to take Chris home. Oh, I said I would meet up with Travis after this, if that's cool, Mom. The hope that was in Jocelyn's face vanished in an instant. Yeah, that's fine, don't stay out too late. Giving her son a soft kiss on the cheek, Beth motioned for her husband to follow, and the three adults walked out of the classroom. The sound of the clock was once again clicking like thunder and Jocelyn sat shaking in her chair. Her student, while keeping a weary eye on the open door, began to move slowly around to her side of the desk. I don't know about you, Jocelyn. Chris, hearing the voices and footsteps getting further away, reached down and ran his fingers softly along Jocelyn's cheek. But I'm really excited about tonight. Please, Chris, I have dinner plans, with my fiancé. I can't do this. Swallowing nervously, Jocelyn turned her face away from her brazen student. Rolling his eyes and shaking his head, Chris slid his hand under Jocelyn's chin and turned her back towards him. You do have plans with me. Leaning down Chris planted at first, a soft kiss on Jocelyn's lips, but quickly it became more demanding as he tried to slip his tongue into her mouth. Why am I letting this happen? Jocelyn asked herself as her lips parted and she allowed Chris full access to her mouth. No. Chris, I can't do this. 
Finally finding her voice, Jocelyn broke the kiss and pushed back away from the momentarily shocked student. Having been thoroughly enjoying that moment of control over Jocelyn, Chris only had a brief hesitation, before his arrogant grin was back. No? I'm pretty sure everyone is still in earshot. I can call them back and show them a fun little video I have. Nothing about the blowjob video painted her in a good light and that fear inside her almost caused an immediate retreat from Jocelyn. So, so what do I do then? If I do what you want, you'll just keep holding this over me. I can't. I won't just keep making things worse for myself. This, this has to end. Chris studied his teacher for a moment and he knew, thinking back on the countless stories of blackmail he had read, that there would be pushback at some point. This was real life and not some story though, so there had to be something to keep Jocelyn afraid of things finally getting out. Okay, that's fair, Jocelyn. So I'll tell you what, the school year ends in what? Roughly six months? Taking a single step forwards, quickly dissolved the small distance that Jocelyn had put between them. I graduate then and I'm gone from this shithole. You do what I want until then and I'll give you everything I have on you, ending our little partnership. Still sitting in her chair, Chris seemed like a giant while he softly began to play with the collar of her blouse. Though there was the tiniest bit of hope in Chris's words, she didn't know how she would be able to keep this affair Chris wanted a secret, so she had to try and end this now. If, if I bring you home, tonight this ends. A wicked thought came into Chris's mind. He remembered how Jocelyn always loved to give him a choice, even when he hated or felt those choices were bullshit. Now, as he undid the top button on her blouse, it was his turn. Well, here's your choices, Miss Redding, like them or not. Six months of doing everything I want, or we end it now and call the police, it's entirely up to you. With a sickening feeling growing in her stomach, Jocelyn didn't miss Chris's use of her choice's speech. Looking down she watched Chris undo a second and then a third button. Fuck. So? What's it going to be? Six short months or jail, your choice, Miss Slut. Jocelyn licked her lips, closing her eyes, she could feel Chris's hands slipping inside her blouse to cup her breast. There was not going to be anything short about six months with Chris and Jocelyn's inner voice was telling her not to trust him. See, six months. Jocelyn's voice was quiet, barely above a whisper, her eyes darting towards the still open doorway. Good choice. Chris's cock got rock hard as he slipped his hand underneath Jocelyn's bra, feeling the soft flesh beneath. I don't want to waste any more time, I can't wait, to fuck you. The forwardness of Chris's words caused Jocelyn to shiver, her chin beginning to tremble as her nipple becoming unwillingly hard under Chris's attention. Someone, someone might walk in, on us. Jocelyn was getting nervous and there was no way she could talk her way past, Chris's hand inside her blouse. We might get caught here. Fine. Leaning back into Jocelyn, Chris planted another firm kiss against her lips, shoving his tongue into her mouth before she could react. Meet me three streets over on Pine Street. You have ten minutes and don't you dare, do up that shirt. Trembling, Jocelyn watched Chris walk out of her office. Looking down at her open top and seeing her bra slightly out of place, she brought her hands up to hide her face once again. After leaving Miss Redding's classroom, Nathan had no doubt that Chris had lied to his parents. Walking only a small distance away from the classroom with the Sampsans, Nathan politely excused himself, assuring them both that things would be better from now on. Doubling back, it didn't take Nathan long to get right outside of Jocelyn's classroom. Nathan got about a foot from the open doorway and was able to hear the exchange between the teacher and her student. Hearing Chris mention that they were still likely within an earshot made him smile, but he leaned close to the doorway, straining not to miss anything. You made a video of the blow job? Looking both ways down the hallway and seeing the coast was still clear, Nathan's mind began to put the puzzle of their odd relationship together. He's blackmailing her? Nathan's cock went instantly hard, 
thanking whatever fates that he could, that he hadn't walked in on them earlier and ruined everything. One question that was now swirling around in Nathan's mind was how and what Chris had over Jocelyn. The possibilities were endless if he could combine that information with what he was gathering on the pair now. Hearing their upcoming meeting place, Nathan made a hasty retreat from the doorway. The parking lot was almost empty when he got there and within a few excited minutes, he had made his way to Pine Street. Chris came walking down the street and Nathan watched him checking his phone repeatedly. Snapping several photos with his own phone, the vice principal was crouched low and started a video as Jocelyn's car drove past his old, run-down car. The camera rolled and Nathan's respect for the young man was growing by the minute. Over the last two years he had become accustomed to how much of a prude Jocelyn was, how morally superior she saw herself over someone like him. It must be something good. Nathan thought to himself, while following at a safe distance behind Jocelyn's car. Whatever it was, it was enough to get Jocelyn to submit to Chris, who she hated almost as much himself, for the rest of the school of year. Hey babe, I'm so sorry. The meeting was brutal and my head is killing me. I'm not going to make it. I'll see you tomorrow. Tell your mother I'm sorry. Jocelyn's lightly painted nails clicked on the screen of her phone, typing to Scott who had already sent several messages asking what time she was going to make it to the party. Love you. The ride to her apartment building had been nerve-wracking and had felt utterly humiliating. Overt public displays of affection had always made Jocelyn a little uncomfortable, because she felt everyone was watching and judging her. Chris it seemed had no hang-ups about such things. Being alone with his teacher, he let his eagerness to get his hands back on her, override any logical thought he may have and should have had. It had been very apparent to Jocelyn that anyone in a truck or an SUV would have been able to see down into her car. They could see that her top was almost fully undone, her bra and ample chest clearly visible to their gaze. What was worse was that her skirt had been pulled almost entirely up to her waist, her passenger's hand moving along her nylon-covered thighs, disappearing under the little material of skirt that was still visible. Clutching the steering wheel with both hands, Jocelyn's face was beat red from shame, shame from being shown off in this way but more so, shame that Chris's soft and yet demanding hand was creating some stimulation she shouldn't be having. Ugh. Clearly disgusted with herself, Jocelyn put her phone down on the kitchen table and walked into the living room. The reason she wasn't with her fiancé and his family was now sitting on her sofa, smiling and naked from the waist down. So? Are we going to be disturbed tonight? Chris gently stroked his hard cock, taking in the beauty of his teacher. Jocelyn's top was barely buttoned up and slightly untucked from her skirt. Shaking her head slowly no, Jocelyn's blue eyes tried to look anywhere but at her young, house guest and his large, already hard cock. No. Good, then strip. Silence filled the small living room, the pair locking eyes with each other, one set filled with lust, the other filled with trepidation and a silent pleading not to have to go through with this. No respite was coming though, no one was going to walk in and save her, like kneeling in her office that morning, Jocelyn knew there was only way to get this night over with. Don, don't please. Jocelyn froze with her hands just holding the middle button of her blouse, Chris's phone once again lifted and pointing at her. Don't worry about it, it's just a little insurance, to make sure you don't try and back out of our little deal. Opening her mouth to argue, Jocelyn stopped, knowing there was no point. Chris already had enough on her to ruin her life. You, you can't show these to anyone. Smiling, Chris motioned for Jocelyn to finish undoing her blouse. I won't show anyone, promise. There was no belief in what Chris was saying but there was also no real choices left to make. Each button opened slowly and Jocelyn looked down at the floor, as she slipped her top from her shoulders and let it fall away. Look at the camera Miss Redding. With her breathing slowly increasing from nerves, Jocelyn looked back towards Chris and his phone. Reaching behind her, 
she undid the clasp of her skirt and began to slide the zipper down. Turn around, Jocelyn. Bend over as you take it off. Jocelyn had done sexy little strip teases for Scott before, but he had never directed her, never told her how to strip for him. Turning her back to Chris, Jocelyn didn't like the odd feeling between her thighs. It was only growing stronger with each minute. Bending at the waist slightly, she began to push her skirt down. Don't stop looking at me. Turning her head and looking back over her shoulder, Jocelyn could once again see the leering face of her student. What is happening? Jocelyn wondered to herself, not understanding that tingle as she followed Chris's instructions. Pushing the skirt down, it fell around her ankles, revealing her black pantyhose and the white, cheeky panties underneath. Stand up, take off your bra and then turn back around, putting your hands behind your back. Chris had never felt such power over someone, his cock achingly hard at Jocelyn's submission. He was growing to love ordering her around. Straightening up, Jocelyn's hands slightly shook as she reached behind herself and undid the clasp of her bra. So many words came to her mind, so many things she wanted to say to get out of this situation, but her arguments died on her lips. Jocelyn remained silent and used to being controlled and directed by a lover. Letting her bra slip away from her chest, Chris whistled in appreciation, the white lacy garment, joining her growing pile of discarded clothes at her feet. The camera caught every moment of Jocelyn, as she turned back to face Chris. Both hands went slowly behind her back, helping to push her chest out towards her blackmailer, almost presenting herself to him. Chris salivated over the beautiful breasts, having felt them up several times now, he had yet to see them bared before him. Get on your knees, slut, crawl over to me. A ding came from the kitchen, indicated that Scott had most likely responded to her text. The thought of how Scott would react if he could see her in that moment, sinking to her knees, barely clothed and following the directions of a horny 18-year-old, brought a soft whimper from Jocelyn. Two days previously, Jocelyn felt free, felt on top of the world and that her life was working out how she had always wanted. Engaged with a great man who loved her, working a job she truly enjoyed. Confident and strong-willed, she felt that nothing could ever interfere with her dreams now. Now as she placed her hands on the floor, she felt years removed from who she had been those days ago. That Jocelyn would have slapped or just outright laughed at someone, who told her that in a few days' time, she would be crawling towards her most hated student, following his directions, until she was kneeling directly in front of him. Kiss my cock and tell the camera how much you've been thinking about it all day. Chris's cock was aching at the sight of his kneeling, shivering teacher. Both her nipples were erect and her large breasts stood out proudly. Wondering how much Chris could try and humiliate her in one day, Jocelyn had no idea that a man who had endless fantasies of humiliating her, of degrading her and of controlling her utterly, was currently parked out front of her apartment building. Closing her eyes, Jocelyn placed her lips hesitantly and softly against the underside of Chris's cock, groaning softly at the truth, that Chris's cock and their time together had been at the forefront of her thoughts. I've, I've been, thinking about, your, cock all day. Flicking his cock against her lips, the hesitation was obvious in the tremble of Jocelyn's voice, and Chris traced his cock along her lips. Just a dirty little slut, aren't you? Ye, yes. Jocelyn's answer was unprompted, but that was how she was feeling. It wasn't the act itself. That was blackmail and she couldn't avoid it. But what was causing that feeling of being a slut was that her body was responding to Chris. She was clearly getting turned on. There was no resistance from Jocelyn as Chris placed his hand behind her head and gently pulled her head forward. For the second time that day, his cock disappeared into her mouth. Uh huh. Chris moaned at feeling Jocelyn's tongue slid across the underside of his cock. Until Scott, Jocelyn had not performed a lot of oral sex, and though she enjoyed hearing Scott react to the ministrations, she didn't like the idea of him or any man coming in her mouth. The fact that Chris was going to come in her mouth for a second time 
took all sensuality out of the act and it was now nothing but a moment for Chris's carnal pleasure to assert his control and make the decision to swallow for her. Slow down, slut. No one's going to interrupt us. Tightening his grip in her hair, Chris pulled Jocelyn just off the tip of his cock, a thin line of saliva already trailing from her lips to the head of his cock. We have all night and it's still early. No need to rush, you little slut. Like that morning, Chris began to coach Jocelyn on not only what he liked, but also what would look dirty on camera. Following his directions made things easier in Jocelyn's mind, at least that's what she told herself, hoping that would help alleviate the growing heat between her thighs. Placing her tongue at the base of his cock, Jocelyn gingerly licked the entire length of his shaft, taking the head back into her mouth. Closing her lips tightly around it, she listened to her student moan, flicking her tongue right against the tip. That's it, bitch. Go deeper. Oh yeah, swirl your tongue. Fuck, you're going to be the best little cocksucker in town by summer. Ugh. Jocelyn's gag reflex kicked in, but Chris's hand prevented her from pulling away. Instead, Chris pushed her a little further down his shaft. There was no need to worry about how she would look afterwards. That was only during school hours. Drool began to flow from her mouth. Snot was bubbling in her nose as he held her down, the thin, pubic hairs pressing and tickling against her nose. Fuck, I've wanted to shut you up like this since I fucking met you. Uh. Jocelyn struggled for breath, groaning and moaning around Chris's cock. Bringing her hands up to his thighs, she tried to push herself away. Get your hands behind your fucking back. Chris slapped Jocelyn's hands away from his thighs, tightening his grip on her hair. He pushed the tip of his cock into her throat. You're not the teacher here, bitch. You do what I tell you to. Mum. Uh-huh. Mumbling around Chris's cock, Jocelyn clenched both hands into fists, her complaints inaudible. M-H-H-M. Uh. Holding her arms out for a moment of hesitation, Jocelyn slowly placed her hands behind her back, a shiver running from her pussy to her brain. Letting Jocelyn up to breath, Chris's cock nearly exploded at the sight of the once-proud teacher. Drool covered her chin and lips snot pooled from her nose. Her eye makeup was smeared and her breasts were heaving as she tried to catch her breath. You know, I bet it turns you on to suck my cock. Catching his own breath, Chris released his hold on Jocelyn's hair. Do you suck Mr. Jones' cock like this? No. Jocelyn's face filled with shock at her honesty. The answer had come forth without thinking, her hormones seemingly taking over. I I mean... Sure, it's okay, Jocelyn. I like when you tell me the truth. Softly, like a lover, Chris ran the back of his hand along Jocelyn's cheek. So, are you excited right now, Miss Redding? Jocelyn had no idea why or how she was excited. Perhaps it was the stress, mixed with the physical stimulation. The humiliation of telling the truth to Chris didn't nauseate her, quite as much as it increased the feelings running through her body. Yee, yes. Tracing his thumb along Jocelyn's upper lip, Chris pushed it into her mouth feeling her lips closing around it. Fuck you really are a whore. Jocelyn had gently begun to suck on his thumb, closing her eyes, unable to look at him in her submission. What the fuck are you doing? Jocelyn cursed at herself, tasting the mixtures of drool and snot on Chris's thumb. You're cheating on your fiancé. And you're cheating with a fucking student. Why are you turned on? The scolding was an effort to try and stop her decent, to try and bring her normal self back, to stop the clouding of her mind. Chris enjoyed the way Jocelyn's tongue snaked over his thumb, cleaning it fully before he removed it. Clearly you love sucking on things, so get my cock back in your mouth. Without Chris's hand in her hair, it was up to Jocelyn to proceed, unable now to just disassociate and say it was out of her control. Swallowing nervously, all Jocelyn could taste was Chris's cock and the precum she had licked off the tip. Ugh. Disgusted with herself, Jocelyn tightly closed her eyes, lowering her mouth back down over her student's glistening saliva-covered cock.
It felt far longer than it had that morning, moving her mouth up and down his cock, her tongue swirling around the shaft and licking the head like a lollipop. Chris didn't coach her this time, just moaned his approval, like when Jocelyn kissed and sucked on ball sack. For nearly twenty minutes, Jocelyn worked over Chris's manhood, her hands never leaving their position behind her back. Focused fully on what she was doing, Jocelyn barely registered the sound of her phone ringing several times in the kitchen. Fuck, I'm getting close. Grabbing another firm hold of Jocelyn's hair, Chris pulled her off his cock and quickly got to his feet. Touch yourself while I come all over that fucking whore face. Ugh. Jocelyn groaned from the sudden pressure on her scalp, her hand moving immediately, faster than it should have under the circumstances. The wetness was already evident through both her panties and pantyhose, while Jocelyn's hand began rubbing herself in a sudden, eager motion. Ugh. Chris growled as the first, thick white rope of cum erupted out of his cock, striking directly between Jocelyn's eyes. Fuck. A second bigger shot stuck Jocelyn on the cheek. A third landed partly over her lips and partly inside her mouth. Jocelyn should have felt nothing but disgust at having spurt after spurt of hot cum landing on her face. Instead she moved her hand faster between her thighs, rubbing her pussy and letting the heat take over that bit of rational thought. Catching his breath, Chris traced the tip of his cock along Jocelyn's lips, coating it in cum, before sliding it back just inside her mouth. Fuck, you're such a dirty whore. Hey, are you okay? Scott stood up from dinner and excused himself from his family, answering Jocelyn's phone call. Yeah, just a rough day. I'm sorry I missed your call. I was in the bath. Jocelyn's voice was quiet. She hated lying to Scott, but she couldn't really tell him the truth, that she was standing in her kitchen, with Chris's cum drying on her face. I'll come over as soon as I am done here, so we can talk. Scott could tell something was off with Jocelyn. Her voice shifted slightly as she spoke. No, it's okay. I just need an early night. I, I just wanted to call you back and let you know everything is okay. I'm just tired from a rough couple days. Feeling Chris's hands come to rest on her hips, Jocelyn tensed and looked over her shoulder at him, shaking her head no. Having not really seen Jocelyn since their lunch the previous day, Scott wondered if Nathan and Chris had really gotten to his fiancée, finally getting under her skin. Okay, look don't let that crap with Chris really get to you. It's his last year and this was likely one of the last time you had to see his parents at least. Uh mm -hmm. Feeling Chris start to roll her pantyhose down over her ass, Jocelyn quietly mumbled her agreement. I'm guessing Chris's mom was a bitch like usual. Biting her lower lip, Jocelyn lifted first her left foot and then her right, so Chris could remove her pantyhose. Yeah, she was, she was on top forum tonight. Fuck, she's terrible, especially with Nathan there, who I assume joined her side. Of course. It was surreal for Jocelyn to be talking about her normal life with Scott, while her students' hands were moving up gently along her bare legs. I heard today that Chris got fired from his job, that plus failing another assignment can have gone over good. When she had masturbated for Chris, Jocelyn had gotten close to her own orgasm, but had been stopped before she had reached that crest. Chris's fingers brushing against her pussy, only covered by the wet, thin material of her panties, sent shock waves through her, and she inhaled deeply, biting her tongue to try and keep from crying out. What was that? Scott stopped moving around and listened intently to the other side of the phone. No. Nothing. I just had to sneeze. Jocelyn tried to shoo Chris's hand away from her pussy, but he simply grinned and lightly smacked her ass with his other hand. Are you sure you're okay? Maybe I should come over. No, Scott, I'm going to bed and I wouldn't be good company. Closing her eyes, anger was bubbling inside her, not towards Scott, but for herself. How was she so turned on? Calling her fiancé was to alleviate his worry and get him to stop calling. But here she was getting striped and fondled by her student, 
which was only heightening that need to orgasm, Jocelyn knew she had to get off the phone soon or truly risk being found out. That's exactly where we're going. Chris whispered into Jocelyn's ear, his hand moving up over her ass and sliding down under Jocelyn's panties. Oh, okay, I'll text you when I leave my mom's and maybe we can chat for a little bit. Yeah, I'd like, uh uh-huh, I'd like that. There had been no chance to stop herself from moaning when Chris's fingers pushed along her wet, pussy lips. Something was off and Scott was sure that was a moan he heard. He wondered briefly if Jocelyn was masturbating on the other end of the phone. Are you playing with? No, Scott. I'm not. Jocelyn knew what Scott was implying before he even finished speaking and she cursed inwardly, at the easy out he had actually given her. I... I just bit my lip. Using his body weight, Chris began to move Jocelyn closer to the kitchen table. Placing his hand at the center of her shoulder blade, he began to bend her over. Okay, I'm sorry, I just... I don't know, I just feel bad that I can't be there. Now bent at the waist over her kitchen table, Jocelyn felt Chris kick her feet shoulder width apart. It's... it's okay, I just need to get some sleep, I'll talk to you soon. Of course, I love you, Jock. A quick I love you was all Scott got back before the line went dead and Jocelyn was gone. Shaking his head in confusion, Scott walked back to his family and sat back down at the table, never knowing the parallel that his fiancée was currently being bent over hers. Do you think he's going to come over anyway? Chris leaned over his teacher, arrogantly smirking as he worked his fingers inside of her. Uh Uh-huh. And no fuck. Gripping the edge of the table, Jocelyn chewed on her lower lip, squirming under the assault, her hips rocking in time with the invading digits of her student. Using two fingers curved up inside her, Chris was hitting the right spots and Jocelyn's low moans were helping to quickly bring life back to his spent cock. Has Mr. Jones ever finger-fucked you on this table? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, no. No. Jocelyn scolded herself again for answering Chris's lewd question, seemingly unable to think straight with his fingers inside her of her. Fuck you two are boring. Chris brought his free hand down, spanking Jocelyn's ass cheek. You don't give him sloppy blow jobs. You don't let him finger-fuck you on a table. No fucking wonder you're soaking wet right now. You fucking love this, don't you? The spank didn't hurt. It more so just caught Jocelyn off guard and it was another first that Chris had beat Scott to. I, N, ye, I don't. It's just us Miss Redding. You don't have to lie to me. Spanking Jocelyn for a second time, Chris grabbed the thin material of her panties with his free hand and a quick sharp tug tore the soaked garment away. M.P.H.H. Jocelyn grunted from the sudden, forceful removal of her panties all while Chris's fingers never missed a step. Though he had never had a chance with a girl as beautiful as Jocelyn Redding, Chris still had a fair share of experience with his ex-girlfriends. Both had been larger women, but they had enjoyed sex and experimenting, which Chris had learned a great deal from, likely more so than his seemingly inexperienced teacher. Tossing the torn garment aside, Chris brought his hand back down against Jocelyn's ass, harder this time. Do you want me to fuck you, Miss Redding? That logical part of her brain that was telling her how wrong this was, that she shouldn't be this turned on, had been drifting further and further away. Somehow Chris had tapped into something inside her and Jocelyn's voice was quiet, filled with shame and lust. Yes. Say it then. Pulling his juice-covered fingers out of Jocelyn, Chris enjoyed the low moan of disappointment and the way her hips shifted backwards, chasing his fingers. Say it. Say fuck me, Chris. Jocelyn bit her lower lip. Her orgasm was close and she could recognize that she wasn't thinking straight. The need had just been growing stronger since she had stripped for her student. The mantra of just get this over with had played through her mind over and over again, but as she felt Chris's cock press against her pussy lips, a shudder and a revulsion rushed through her, knowing this was about desire. Foo, fuck me. 
It took every ounce of willpower the eighteen-year-old had to not just ram his cock inside of her. Instead, he used the control of a much older man, a much more experienced man, and just eased the head of his cock inside her. Say, fuck me, Chris. Mum. Jocelyn did it on instinct, and without even thinking, she tried to push her hips back towards Chris, but he just moved with her, keeping his cock just inside her warm folds. Fuck foo, fuck me, ch. Chris. Steam filled the bathroom, as the hot, nearly scalding water cascaded down across Jocelyn's nude body. Rinsing the shampoo from her hair, Jocelyn stood directly under the water, her exhausted mind playing last night's events over and over again. What did you do? Jocelyn's voice was quiet, and she gave her head a slight shake, knowing she had made her situation far worse than her initial slap ever could have. The slap and the audio of her admittance was more than bad enough, but with a shudder, she knew that people may have understood that in the end. However, no one, not her family, not her peers and certainly not Scott, would be understanding of the fact she had spent her evening sexually performing for her student. Ugh. With a quiet whimper, Jocelyn's mind played over the night's events. It had felt like to her that from the moment she had been forced to apologize at the meeting, her mind had seemingly gone on autopilot. Feeling trapped and unable to avoid what was to come, following along with Chris had seemed the only real option. You barely fought him and now what are you going to do? Admonishing herself for falling so easily, Jocelyn's hand clenched into a tiny fist, knowing that Chris's collection of videos and pictures had grown exponentially last night. Turning off the water and stepping out of the last moment of peace she was likely to have, Jocelyn grabbed her towel and began to dry off. Moving over to the counter, Jocelyn picked up the box that had contained the morning after pill. Disgust filled Jocelyn at how turned on she had been, that she had not only asked Chris to fuck her, but that she hadn't even thought about a condom, until the sound of her kitchen table banging against the wall broke through her mental fog. Only by humiliating herself further did Chris relent and pull out from her soaking, wet pussy. Jocelyn had to smile, beg and plead with her student to put another hot load across her face. You were so goddamn stupid. Jocelyn's begging had been for nothing, however, as Chris had told her when they were in her bedroom that he would never use a condom with her. After more of her pleading to come on her face, he had happily erupted, shooting a large load of cum inside of her. Tossing the box into the garbage and shaking her head, Jocelyn wasn't willing to trust only her birth control. Six months was going to be hell, but she would be damn sure a pregnancy wouldn't result from it. After applying her makeup and fixing her shoulder-length auburn hair, Jocelyn made her way back to her bedroom. The sight of her disheveled bed just made her queasy, and Jocelyn turned to a small pile of clothes laid out on her dresser. I can't wear that to school. Lifting the black skirt up from the pile, it was something Jocelyn would wear to a club. It barely came down to mid-thigh and would stir up a lot of conversation at school. The blouse was a more sheer number, meant to be worn over a camisole or tank top, but not as Chris intended by itself. No, he's not telling me what to wear. Putting her blouse back down on the dresser, Jocelyn moved to her closet and selected some more professional attire. A pair of black slacks, with a blue silk blouse, both of which were still form-fitting. Bikini-cut white panties and a matching bra completed her outfit, and when she was dressed and looking into her full-length mirror, Jocelyn saw herself as she had been and tried to push Chris's existence from her mind. Driving to school, Jocelyn's mind was filled with how she would interact with Scott. Their last phone conversation had ended rather oddly, and there hadn't been much time to respond to his further texts that night. Knowing she was going to have to go see him first thing, Jocelyn pulled into the parking lot, Vice Principal Connors, beat up, old car already parked in her spot. Once again Jocelyn had to push down the feelings that each student she passed knew her secret. Making her way through the growing crowd of staff and students, 
Jocelyn took the stairs up to the second floor where Scott's office and classroom were located. Hey, Miss Redding! Emily hurriedly caught up to her teacher, just as Jocelyn was rounding the corner. Emily. Jocelyn couldn't help but smile at seeing her favorite student. What can I do for you? Well, it's about that assignment you wanted me to do with Chris. Emily noted a slight look in Jocelyn's eyes at the mention of Chris. But Emily couldn't blame her. She knew very well how bad their encounters were. Oh, yes. The partnered assignment had completely slipped Jocelyn's mind, being more preoccupied with Chris's growing video collection. What about it? He hasn't given me anything for it yet, it's due Friday and I can't even get him to agree to meet me to work on it. Shaking her head, Jocelyn softly patted Emily's shoulder. I'll talk to him today in class and if I have to take his name off the project, I'll grade yours separately, so you don't receive a bad mark. For a moment, Jocelyn felt like herself, able to make her own decisions in regards to Chris. Thanks, Miss Redding. I really appreciate it. No problem. I appreciate you even working with Chris in the first place. Tilting her head to the left, Jocelyn could just see behind Emily and the two juniors who were staring at them. It's rude to stare gentlemen. Both Tim and Mike turned beat red and quickly made an exit away from the pair. Shaking her head, Jocelyn really couldn't blame them. Emily was beautiful and the envy of every girl in school. With long, golden brown hair, an athletic frame with hips and an ass most women would kill for, there was no doubt why she was the desire of the men of the school. It's okay, Miss Redding, I'm used to it. Emily subconsciously adjusted the waistband of her skirt. You shouldn't have to be Emily, men are pigs. Jocelyn chuckled for a moment with Emily, before her expression went neutral and she thought about how she had allowed herself to be used by one of the pigs, simply for his pleasure. That's true, but they can't all be bad. After all, you're marrying Mr. Jones this summer. Emily beamed at Jocelyn, always a fan of romance and weddings, she hoped her boyfriend would commit to her, before they headed off to university in the fall. Smiling, Jocelyn accepted the hug from Emily, happy she had seemingly made a good impact on one of her students. Scott is one of the good ones. Taking a long sip of his coffee, Nathan wiped just a small hint of perspiration away from his forehead. Having gotten to the school earlier than normal for himself, Nathan had talked to Frank, a friend of his on the custodial staff and gotten a master key from him. The idea had come to him while he was sitting outside of Jocelyn's apartment building last night. The one thing he needed to ensure he could take part in whatever this little blackmail scheme of Chris's was, was proof. So reluctantly he had left his stakeout position and gone to a local electronics shop and purchased a remote, security camera. When he had arrived at school and got the key, it had been nothing to slip into Jocelyn's office and hide his camera. The worry he had was that she would discover the camera and that would lead to its own scandal. Firing up his laptop, he opened the program for his new camera and was pleased to see the inside of Jocelyn's office. First he had placed a small hole in one of the ceiling tiles and then had placed the camera in such a way as to look down on the office, giving him a mostly clear view of the entire room. Any more of that illicit playtime Miss Redding and I'll get to see everything. Nathan felt his cock twitch and he couldn't wait. Even just the prospect of spying on Jocelyn was getting him excited, at the prospect of a little voyeuristic fun. I'm really sorry Scott, I should have texted you. With the classroom door closed, Jocelyn wrapped her arms around her fiancé's neck, holding him tightly. Scott inhaled the sweet scent of Jocelyn's perfume as he was equally happy to return her embrace. It's okay, I know this year hasn't started out so great, especially with all this pressure from Chris's parents and the way Nathan has been meddling. Hearing Chris's name caused Jocelyn to tense up and she nuzzled her face into Scott's neck, like he was her security blanket. The idea of Scott finding out what she had done with Chris was terrifying to Jocelyn. He was the man she loved, she was hoping to start a family with him once they were married and all of that 
was now in jeopardy over a momentary lapse in judgment. Are you sure you're okay? Scott tilted Jocelyn's face upwards to look at him. Nodding softly, Jocelyn gave Scott the softest, most tender kiss she could. I am. It's going to be a long semester. Be patient if I'm out of sorts. Dealing with this type of student, it's all still new to me. With a few years of teaching already under his belt, Scott was well aware of the pressure new teachers could be under, trying to get their footing those first few years. Always, I'm here to help and listen, anytime you need me. The couple shared another kiss, Jocelyn melting into her fiancé when the ding of her phone went off. Separating themselves and knowing class was about to start, Jocelyn made her way back out of Scott's classroom. Opening her phone, Jocelyn's body immediately tensed back up, seeing a text message from Chris. An image of her smiling, with fresh come running down her face greeted her. Why aren't you at your office, slut? I told you to meet me first thing. You have two minutes to get to your office or these pics get sent to everyone in school. Trepidation and disgust filled Jocelyn at Chris's message, but she didn't doubt for a second that he was serious. Quickly moving back the way she had come and taking the shortest route possible to get to her office, Jocelyn had to speed walk, almost jogging at times, which wasn't easy in heels, to just make it to her office in time. Where were you? Chris's face was serious as he glared at his nervous and breathing heavily teacher, but he was secretly happy that she was testing him and he would get a chance to increase his control over her. And what the fuck are you wearing? I had to go see Mr. Jones quickly. I didn't think you'd be here already. Jocelyn unlocked her office door, and even though she had six years on Chris, she couldn't understand why she felt so timid around him and had such a hard time to maintain some composure. And I couldn't wear that skirt, Chris. It's not suitable at all for school. Slamming the door behind them, Chris watched Jocelyn jump and drop her bags to the floor. I don't remember asking if it was suitable for school, did I? No, I fucking didn't. Trying to catch her breath, Jocelyn had never seen Chris like this and beyond the evidence he had against her. His lanky frame seemed far more powerful. It felt like he was literally towering over her now. Th. This has gotten out of hand last night. Was a big fucking mistake. And you can't, you can't control me like that. You can't tell me what to do, what to wear. You're not my... Not your what? Chris quickly cut across Jocelyn and stepped up directly in front of his teacher. Not your father, or were you going to call me daddy? Smirking in Jocelyn's face, Chris reached down to undo the clasp on Jocelyn's pants. Is that how you see me, Miss Redding? As your daddy? Looking down, Jocelyn placed her hand on Chris's wrist to prevent him from undoing the zipper on her pants. No. You're not my owner. You don't control me and get to do whatever you want. Chris was surprised by the little bit of fire in Jocelyn's voice. That's where you're wrong, bitch. I do in fact own you. To prove his point, Chris ignored Jocelyn's hand on his wrist and continued to pull the zipper down on her pants. For the next six months, I fucking own you. You're mine and I can do whatever I want to you. And no. That fire had slipped from Jocelyn's voice and she tried to remain strong, but didn't resist when Chris turned her around to face her desk. Desperately, Jocelyn tried to find her voice again to fight off that growing submission inside her. I made a mistake. You, you don't get to own and control me over that, ugh. There's that stuck-up, arrogant bitch I know. Chris had reached up to wind his fingers in Jocelyn's hair and pulled back, welcoming the chance to take more control away from Jocelyn. You made a big fucking mistake by putting your hands on me. Moving forward, Chris pushed Jocelyn to her desk. But you made an even bigger mistake when you started sucking my cock. Jocelyn groaned as Chris tugged her head back again. Her face was blushing a deep shade of red, knowing that her student was absolutely right. The moment she had surrendered in her office, any chance of slipping out of his grasp was gone. Now her relationship would definitely be over and the combined slap and sex with the student would make it hard to avoid any jail time. 
I always knew you were a cunt, but I at least thought you were smart. Using his grip in her hair, Chris forced Jocelyn to bend over her desk. You know your situation. You didn't forget asking me to fuck you last night, and you remember cleaning my cock after I fucked you, don't you? The fire that had flared up seemed to vanish completely from Jocelyn, who shivered and whimpered softly from another tug on her hair. Why, yes. Releasing Jocelyn's hair, Chris stepped away from his teacher. So you know your situation, maybe you disobeyed me, cause you want your secret to get out? No. Jocelyn felt that was obvious, since she wasn't resisting Chris who had her bent over her own desk. I don't want it to get out. So then maybe you want to be punished? Chris watched how Jocelyn didn't move from her position, as he opened his backpack and removed a Ziploc bag. Jocelyn's heart dropped, wondering how things were going to continue to get worse for her, if her student would now be punishing her like a disobedient child. No. Well, it's one or the other. Chris walked around the desk to stand in front of Jocelyn. You choose Jocelyn, either I leave right now and end this little game, or you want me to punish you, so choose. Looking up from her desk, it only made Chris look even larger to her. Jocelyn had only ever used her choice method to bring the best out of her students, using it in a way to help them make hard decisions. Now her student was again using it against her, simply in an effort to further her humiliation. Pun, punishment. That large smirk was back as Chris knelt in front of Jocelyn, taking her chin and tilting her head upwards to look him in the eye. Good girl, I knew you would make the right choice. Leaning forward, Chris kissed Jocelyn, slipping his tongue easily into her mouth. Now we don't have a ton of time right now, so we'll have to finish your punishment later. Breaking the kiss, Chris opened the Ziploc bag. So we'll start with just a little spanking. A putrid, horrid smell reached Jocelyn's nostrils, pushing the idea of a spanking from her mind temporarily as she turned her head away from the Ziploc bag Chris had. W.H. What is that? It's your gag. Chris reached in and took out what was once his gym sock, but had been over the last several months, used to jerk off into. We wouldn't want anyone to hear you being punished, would we? You're not putting that in my mouth. Jocelyn quickly pushed herself up from the desk, looking at her student with a look of pure disgust. Shaking his head, Chris got to his feet. I thought maybe you had learned and yet here we are again. Chris held up the sock for Jocelyn to see and the crusty bits were evident and the sock had clearly seen a lot of use. This is going in your mouth, or we're done here. Chris, please. You need to learn your place and that over the next six months, disobedience won't be tolerated. Chris enjoyed the way he could see Jocelyn's panties through her undone pants. So stop wasting time and get back over the desk. Jocelyn's chin quivered, knowing that if she bent back over her desk, that filth would be going in her mouth. What choice do I have? A small voice crept up inside her head, the same voice that had been wondering how else her student could humiliate her over the next six months. Fuck it, I'm out. Chris shook his head and started to walk back towards the office door. Enjoy prison, bitch. The sound of the door opening broke Jocelyn's train of thought, and she quickly turned towards Chris. Wait, wait. I'm not playing, bitch. Holding the door partially open, Chris said nothing and just turned his head to face Jocelyn. The sooner you learn your place, the easier this year will be on you. This is fucking unreal. Jocelyn thought, and was unable to meet Chris's eyeline any longer. Please, Chris, I'll do it, just, there's no need for the sock. There's every need for the sock. Closing the door and clicking the lock again. Chris moved towards Jocelyn. Because you're a disobedient little slut, who thinks she can fuck her way out of trouble. No. No. I don't, you're forcing me to do this. I haven't forced a fucking thing on you. Standing directly in front of Jocelyn, Chris glared into Jocelyn's eyes. There was defiance in her, there was still fire, but Chris could see it slipping away. 
You chose to get on your knees. You chose to take me to your place. That's all on you, slut. Jocelyn opened her mouth to reply, but no words came out, knowing she had in fact made the choice to follow along with what Chris was demanding of her. That putrid smell was back assaulting her nostrils and Jocelyn's eyes looked down to see Chris holding the sock just in front of her mouth. You know you deserve this. The smell was even attacking Chris's nose and he felt himself getting sick at the scent. Open up. Closing her eyes, Jocelyn felt exactly like Chris was saying. A part of her felt she did deserve to be punished. Not like this and not for disobeying Chris, but because she had betrayed Scott and that was eating at her. Slowly Jocelyn's mouth began to open and her chin was trembling as she felt the sock press against her lips. Ugh. The taste and texture was vile as the sock pushed along her tongue. Jocelyn could feel the crusty bits that used to be semen. Remember how this tastes, Jocelyn. Every time you disobey me, this is going back in your mouth. To drag it out, Chris slowly pushed the sock inside Jocelyn's mouth. Now suck on it. A mumbled plea came from behind the gag, but Chris just smiled and turned Jocelyn back to face her desk. Ugh. Jocelyn's stomach lurched, and she made several retching noises as she again found herself being bent back over her desk. Never wear fucking pants again. Taking the waist of Jocelyn's pants, Chris slid them down her shapely legs, bunching them around her ankles. And I think you should lose pant-eye privileges for a while, since you couldn't even wear the fucking underwear I told you to. Ugh, MPH. Jocelyn's protest mumbled and cut off by Chris suddenly and sharply, ripping her bikini panties from her body. Jocelyn's body began to jerk forward as Chris rained several stiff slaps down across her ass, focusing on her left cheek. By the ninth slap, Jocelyn's mouth was filling with drool and while most was absorbed by her gag, some began to trickle back into her throat. Chris's cock became rock hard at this new level of humiliation he had brought to his teacher. When he had landed another six slaps to her right cheek, he couldn't hold out any longer and needed his own release. Maybe now you understand, maybe now when I tell you do something and to be somewhere, you'll be there. Uh huh. Jocelyn's moans were full of pain, having experienced her first ever spanking, and she turned her head slightly at the sound of Chris's zipper being undone on his jeans. Leave the sock alone. Reaching forward, Chris grabbed Jocelyn's hand before she could pull the sock out of her mouth. Taking both of her wrists, he held them easily at the small of her back with one hand. It stays in until I am finished. MPHH. A groan slipped from Jocelyn's throat, feeling the head of Chris's cock sliding past her folds and into her pussy. You're fucking wet, you filthy whore. Chris pulled almost all the way out, before plunging back inside his teacher. Shaking her head no. Jocelyn retched again as more foul drool trickled down her throat, fully not understanding how she could ever be, in any way excited in this situation. Chris kept up a steady rhythm, alternating between thrusting inside Jocelyn and smacking her ass. Both cheeks glowed red from his spanking, but like the night before, it wasn't long before Jocelyn's hips began to shift backwards to meet his next thrust. You're a fucking whore. What kind of slut gets turned on from this? Chris's words kept penetrating her mind and making Jocelyn real, all while she was trying to focus on how her body could possibly be building towards orgasm. It seemed that Chris could sense that budding climax and unlike most young males his age, was determined to make Jocelyn come. To him it would be the pinnacle of her first punishment with him. To come while being humiliated would crush that fire he had seen in Jocelyn's eyes. Jocelyn was trying everything she could to take her mind off what was happening. She sucked on the sock in an effort to disgust herself out of being excited, but her hips worked of their own accord. I'm so sorry, Scott. Only a whore comes from this. Tightening his grip on Jocelyn's wrists, Chris began to pump into her with abandon, and in a few seconds, Jocelyn's muffled climax filled the tiny office. Nathan had fidgeted all through his morning meeting with the principal, 
constantly checking his watch until the bell sounded to signal second period would be starting soon. Quickly making his way into his office, Nathan closed and locked the door. Opening his laptop he turned on his new surveillance program. Looks like we had some activity. Expecting to see that Jocelyn had been in her office, Nathan had become excited to see her student enter right behind her. He couldn't risk playing the audio now, so he kept the video on mute. Holy shit. Nathan's mouth hung open, as with little time before his next meeting, he began to scan through his first captured video. The vice principal was impressed with Chris's seemingly confident control of Jocelyn, who very quickly ended up bent over her desk. It was clear to see that Chris had a sock, but other than that, Nathan only had Jocelyn's reaction to gauge how much she hated it. Knowing the audio would be pure gold when he got to listen to it, Nathan watched as Chris spanked Jocelyn more than a dozen times. Clearly spanking Jocelyn had excited Chris and Nathan had to rub his own crotch when Chris began to shove his cock inside her. You dirty little slut Jocelyn, fucking your student. Hating that he only had a few minutes, there was some humor in watching the young 18-year-old fuck Jocelyn on fast forward. Chris continued to alternate between thrusting into Jocelyn and slapping his hand against a very red backside. Here I thought this would be hard, but you just can't keep your hands off your student. Nathan hadn't expected the pair to be so brazen. Getting a blow job was one thing, but to let Chris fuck her right over her desk was being extra risky. Like the young man fucking his teacher, Nathan didn't miss the fact that Jocelyn was fucking Chris back and he almost shot his own load. When he saw Jocelyn's head curve upwards and her body tensed, showing that she had reached climax. What would Scott say Jocelyn? Closing the program reluctantly, Nathan was now excited to add his own two cents into the current blackmail going on between Chris and Jocelyn. We're going to find out how much of a whore you really are, Miss Redding. When the bell sounded to signify the end of second period and the start of the kids' 45-minute lunch period, Jocelyn waited till her last student had left the classroom, before placing her face in her hands, releasing a slow, exhausted exhale. It had only been one period and already she felt exhausted and ready to go home. It had been a struggle to get through her class, her mind fully consumed with her worsening situation. The pain in her backside, the foul taste still in her mouth, and the fact her pussy was still filled with her students' cum, all reminded Jocelyn that she had no control over her own life anymore. Why didn't you come clean after the slap? Jocelyn knew Chris had been correct earlier. The moment their dynamic had fully changed was when he walked into her office and she got on her knees. Fear had filled her in that moment, but to Jocelyn now, it paled in comparison to the fear Jocelyn now had of what would happen if any of this came out. Jocelyn could picture Scott's heartbroken expression if he saw any of Chris's videos. Ugh, fuck. Cursing quietly at herself, Jocelyn knew they were all terrible, but the two that were the worst would be the one of her being fucked over her kitchen table and the one where she was fucked in a bed she shared with Scott. In both videos she had a face full of Chris's cum and even though she had been coerced, she begged the man now calling himself her owner to fuck her. Cheating was only one of her betrayals in those videos. Having done things for Chris, she would never have entertained doing for Scott. Guilt filled her chest, because more than the fact Chris was humiliating her and pushing her boundaries, was the fact she had never come harder than she had with Chris in her office that morning. Almost as if he knew she was thinking about him, a text message appeared on Jocelyn's phone. Chris, slut, here are a few rules you are to follow from now on. Chris, one, when we are alone, you are to address me as sir or master. If people are around, you will use Mr. Sampson. Chris, two, for the next six months you are to wear only what I set out for you. Chris, three, you will make yourself available to me, day or night, whenever I want. Chris, failure to follow these rules will lead to more punishment. Continued refusal will force me to release your videos. 
Chris, see you in class, whore? A picture followed Chris's messages and Jocelyn wanted to throw her phone across the room at the sight of herself, being fucked by Chris on her bed. Hey babe! Jocelyn was immediately startled out of her thoughts, and nearly dropped her phone when she looked towards the doorway to see Scott approaching her with lunch. Hey! I thought you could use some cheering up. Looks like today isn't going any better than yesterday. Jocelyn looked flustered and Scott could easily make out she was stressed out. Definitely. Smiling at Scott's thoughtfulness, Jocelyn's happiness quickly turned into heartbreak, when Scott went to give her a kiss and she instinctively turned her head away, forcing him to kiss her cheek. The look Scott gave her just further crushed Jocelyn, but she just couldn't fathom kissing Scott with the foul taste of Chris's cum sock, still lingering in her mouth. I'm sorry, I'm just really tired. Okay. Scott didn't look like he was buying Jocelyn's excuse. She was way out of sorts from how he had ever seen her. Though it had started very awkwardly, Jocelyn managed to calm herself and act as normal as possible with Scott. For a while the kiss was forgotten and the engaged couple seemed to be themselves. Jocelyn had even taken Scott's hand to show him she loved him, with the promise of a delicious, home-cooked meal that night. When the bell went to signify the end of lunch, Jocelyn took the initiative to hug Scott, this time giving him a peck on the cheek before he could try and kiss her again. When Chris came walking into her third period, it infuriated Jocelyn that the smiling little bastard had affected her relationship with Scott, making her feel pure guilt, and avoided kissing the man she loved. Chris of course made her class hell, pushing and testing the limits, that a few days ago would have earned him a detention. Jocelyn had no idea how to deal with Chris and her class seemed to pick up on it, causing several of her other students to act up. Normally Jocelyn would never check her phone during class, but after she had called Chris by his first name, she watched him openly take out of his phone, and the sudden ding from her phone let her know who it was. Fear had filled Jocelyn when she read that her punishment tonight was going to be worse, because she had broken rule number one. It was actually Emily that finally told him to shut up, seeing the way Jocelyn was out of sorts, the young lady couldn't stand for it anymore. Jocelyn felt a small amount of pleasure from Emily's comments, but the smile on Chris's face worried the stressed and exhausted teacher. By the end of class, Jocelyn had almost thanked God that the bell had sounded, but when she had taken her seat at her desk and turned back to the room, her heart fluttered at how slow Chris was packing up. Waiting for his classmates to leave, Chris approached Jocelyn's desk shaking his head slowly and putting a sour look on his face. Do you think that little bitch would react well? If she knew her favorite teacher had a pussy full of my cum? CHR. Mr. Sampson. Shut up, Jocelyn. Chris knew he had all the power between them and wasn't about to let up on the poor woman. The next time she runs her mouth at me, you're going to give her detention, understand? Like a switch being turned on, Jocelyn felt helpless with Chris in front of her and she simply nodded that she understood, hoping that she would never have to give Emily a detention. Good. Now you can pick me up in the same spot as last night, right after school, we're going on a little shopping trip. Without realizing it, Jocelyn had begun to shake her head no. Chris, I can't, I have plans with Scott, I can't cancel on him again, please I'm going to cook for him and hopefully keep all this away from him. Oh, isn't that sweet? Pulling his phone out of his pocket and turning it towards Jocelyn, Chris showed her the picture from earlier, where she had his sock in her mouth. Your punishment isn't over yet, bitch, in fact you've earned even more now. So unless you want to spend the night explaining what a whore you are, you're going to cancel again. Trying to ignore the picture presented to her, the punishment from earlier was still stinging her ass and Jocelyn worried what else Chris had in store for her. Closing her eyes and lowering her head, subdued, Jocelyn knew she was going to have to cancel again on Scott. I wonder if you're going to finally learn what happens when you say no to me. With an ominous feeling in his words, Chris walked out of the classroom, 
seconds before Jocelyn's last class began to file in. Chris smiled as he walked out of the classroom, excited to further humiliate his teacher with a trip to the mall. Bitch is going to learn. The hallways were already thinning out, and Chris was in no hurry to get to his next class. Mr. Sampson, a quick word. Turning around, Chris gave a slight eye roll at his vice principal approaching him. I know, I'm late for my class, I'm going. Oh, I don't care too much about that right now. Nathan's shit-eating grin rivaled that of Chris's as he approached, ensuring no one could overhear them. What I do care about, however, is this arrangement you have with Miss Redding. The chapters should be coming faster now and the next will see Jocelyn take a trip to the mall with her student.